on demand from KFI AM 640. Don't forget to follow us on that same app. There's a little follow button. Hit that button and you'll follow us and you will get breaking news and the like. It really is legit. It really is legit and a great thing. So I'm kind of plowing through this egg and bird menu again. Oh, I want to remind you, don't forget uh, Tawella Sharp coming up at 5. And then you got Steve Gregory and Unsolved at 7. And then Coast to Coast AM leads into the Jesus Show tomorrow, which is live. And I encourage you to join me as the producer there tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., 6 to 9. Tony, I don't know where I was, but the... I was trying to think where we were. Oh, I was in Big Bear with the family, and they had like a sports bar or something, I think. And we were walking down in the village, and I hear, do, do hasht, do hash mish. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, where do you hear German, you know, death metal Rammstein's great. Yeah, I have not heard them in forever. Oh. And I was like, I was laughing to hear. I was like, what? They just came through town a few months, like two, three months ago. They came through town. I missed the show, but it was good. I heard I it was good. Know Everyone that I said could, it was one of the best shows seen live. So. I don't know that I could name another song of theirs, but whenever I hear that, it I just go. <laughs> that song is so good. Yeah, it just is. It's so German. It's so metal. It's so everything. Anywho, back to the food. Shall we go? So we had the folks from Egg and Bird on, and I got to tell you that Nick and Melissa are very, very kind people, and they're the people, the type of people I like to root for, you know, that have you, the consumer in mind, and the pride. Like when I take friends and family, some of my family joke about this, but when I take friends and family to places, I watch them as if I cooked it. Because I'm excited for the experience that I remember the first time I went there that I hope they like it. And seeing people do that when I eat food is always a good sign. When they bring me food and they're watching and they want to see. I mean, there's pressure on it. I'm not going to lie to you. I'll move on to something else. If I'm not crazy about it. But the stuff that they brought, the food, the stuff, is just very flavorful, very well thought out. Obviously, the ingredients are, uh, ingredients are fresh. But... This, have you guys gotten a chance to try the garlic parmesan wings yet? Okay. No, not yet, but I'm coming that way soon. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Kayla is backing up her car to put them in right now. So yeah. you might want to. I got to I gotta go. Yeah, I'm, right I'm just I'm saying right that don't, don't make it an afterthought. <laughs> like, get on it. Uh, because I could eat that garlic parmesan. Now, their other wings are fantastic as well. And they've got great flavor and they're on point, all of those things. But I don't think I was expecting the flavors and textures yeah. because texture means a lot. Well, that, that came across, too. That's why I want to try them so heavily. And I, just real quick on the buffalo chicken sandwich that was shared with me. Yeah. Usually that's vinegar forward. Uh -huh. yeah. Not with this. Totally rounded, really good flavor profile, nice building of it. I, it's a, they, one you, of the best I've had. You can taste it, right? That yeah, they, they build those flavors the way they do. And the egg and bird. Breakfast sandwich? <sighs> like, I want to propose to it. I just love a great breakfast sandwich. There's something about it that it, it's, I mean, it it's probably breakfast and lunch, to be honest. The size of it's pretty massive. But that that breaded chicken, 
the over-easy fried egg, the bacon on that, the sauce, especially that, uh, that heated honey sauce. It just has this weird marriage between hot and sweet that is a thing of beauty. So I'm just saying, get out to your local egg and bird. And uh, you got to get in on this, but you can check that out. And, uh, and I will tell you, you tell me if it's not fantastic food and it's not delicious the way I said it was. You tell me and I will fight you. I will fight you. It's the Fork Report. I'm Neil Svedra, KFI AM 640. You're listening to The Fork Report with Neil Svedra on demand from KFI AM 640. Hey, who was that? What? Uh, who does this song? That was Misfits. Yeah, I was going, but it's so so clean sounding. Oh, that's uh, that's YouTube music for you, my guy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but they, they always sound so. <laughs> yeah, um, thanks, thank you YouTube for that. YouTube music, thank you. That put me in a good mood. It's good deal. Uh, all right, so there's the fork board. We all love avocados. And they have deep roots here in Southern California. Avocados coming into their season right now. So that sound may sound a little strange because nowadays you can get avocados year-round. There was a time when you could not. And strangely enough, when you hear about avocados from Mexico, uh, which I repped for a long time, I, the great avocados, by the way, and people said, well, why aren't you repping California avocados? Well, there's a couple things that are super positive about our relationship with Mexico it comes out of uh, NAFTA, by the way, for those of you, the North American Free Trade Agreement uh, way back when. I think that was Reagan who put that together. But one of the best things it, it originally thought, and they went back and forth, that the growers here in California were going to be losing out to the growers in Mexico because the growers in Mexico, because of the climate, can grow year round. They can move things around in the area, and they can grow year-round. But what it, to make it all kind of condensed, it ended up being better for everyone. I think I was having this conversation with Chris Little, our news director, the other day, and he was schooling me on some really cool things about it. I think it was Chris. Um, talking about how this ended up moving and being better for everyone. So it actually ended up making more lovers, uh, avocado lovers, because you get them year-round. So both parties ended up making more and bringing more economy to both parties, and it ended up being a great, great relationship. Interestingly enough, a lot of people call it Haas. It's not a Haas avocado. It's a Haas, H-A-S-S, not H-A-A-S-S or H-A-A-S. It's a Hass avocado, and it was designed by a mail carrier right here in Southern California. As a matter of fact, it is my understanding, I've not driven out there, it's my understanding that that tree, the original tree, the mother tree, still stands in La Habra Heights. And there is a plaque there that talks about it. In 1926 is when it was planted by Rudolph Haas, and it uh, changed everything. Uh, Fuerte was probably the most prominent avocado at the time. 
So you have Mr. Haas grafting, and he had issues. Grafting is an entire process of trying to make a new, uh, what would you call it, breed? I don't know. So doing that, and not all of them worked, and there was a point where he was just going to cut it down. He ended up coming up with this. His, his kids ended up loving the Haas avocado so much more than the Fuerte that it became popular in his own home and changed really the co- consumption of avocados in the United States and the world beyond because you're talking about 80% of avocados are Haas avocados. That's the majority of what people eat these days, and that comes from right here in Southern California. So quickly, I have a pet peeve that I see people do when they're picking their avocados. To check and see if an avocado is ripe, put it into the palm of your hand. You've got four fingers on one side of it. You have a thumb and the pad of the thumb and the lower part of your palm on the other. Give it a gentle squeeze. If it gives a little you know that it's going to be a good avocado or that it's in the ripeness, uh, ready-to-eat phase. Don't shove your thumb into it because you ruin it for the next person. And don't pick the little end, the stub, on the end. People will say, you'll pick that off, and if it's the right color of flesh in there, then it's ripe. If you do that and it's not what you want and you put it back, Air is now introduced into the flesh, and you screw it up for everyone. Don't do that. Put it in the fullness of your hand, the palm of your hand. Squeeze gently with the the pad of your thumb against the fingers on the other side. And if it has a little give, you're good to go. Don't start poking it and prodding it with your thumb because you ruin it for other people, and that's ridiculous. They will eventually ripen. And you can slow that down, that process down, once you feel them in a good place, by putting them into the refrigerator. And they should hold. If it's a good avocado, I've had them last for a week or more, no joke, in the uh, in their perfect ripe state in the refrigerator. So keep that in mind so that we don't, you know, go shoving our thumbs in it, pulling off the little, I don't know, branch scab. Ugh. Uh, to see if it's the right color underneath. Please, I beg of you. All right, stick around. It is the Fork Report. I'm Neil Saavedra. This is KFI and KOST HD2 Los Angeles, Orange County. You've been listening to the Fork Report. You can always hear us live on KFI AM640, 2 to 5 p.m. on Saturday, and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.